0: Alright everybody, how you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is episode number 275 of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Hell to the low. How are you doing? Thanks for coming back. Thank you for everything my friends. You know, I put out a uh, a tweet a little while ago and it had the email address at gmail.com for this program and for me. And I was wondering what people were going to actually send me on the on the email. Now, obviously, the first thing I got was a lot of people sending me stuff that had nothing to do with what this show is. People trying to sell me crap. And quite frankly, all I really wanted was you, the people hearing my voice right now, to send in whatever you wanted to send in. If you had questions, if you had comments, if you had show suggestions declarations of love and devotion any of that kind of crap that's what I was interested in and I got that too of course but what I'm saying is that a lot of the stuff that I got was crap that had nothing to do with anything that had anything to do with this particular program so I don't pay attention to those at all I just pay attention to the stuff sent by you 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 damn it now first of all don't get mad at me if I can't get back to people I mean you know I mean let let, let, let me ask you a question when you get when you get a couple of e some emails from people, how many of them can you actually return? Hmm. Huh? Do you know how many email I get on a daily basis? Do you really think I have the time to return all of them? No. Would I if I, would if? would I do it if I could? Of course, but I can't. So please don't get mad at me if I can't get back to everybody. I just don't have the time. It was just like uh, two episodes ago where people were emailing me stuff about what bits they wanted me to put in the best of show. I couldn't put 'em all in. I just couldn't. The show was already two and a half hours long when I normally only have an hour show, so at, the, at some point I just had to make some editorial choices and have to say okay, okay, that's enough. But that's okay, not a problem. Thank you for emailing me, and uh, some of the stuff was kind of weird, I admit. Some was was, was you know, wonderful things said by wonderful people like you, and some of them were pretty damn funny, you know. And uh, one of the most interesting ones I got was. Uh, Someone sent me, and I'm not going to use names because I'm not going to use any of your names. Someone sent me, a, <laughs> it was a, uh, it was a, it was a YouTube video of a porn star rapping. And I'm watching this thing and um, it was not good. And as someone who listens to the music, I would say this was really not good. It was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty lady. Of course, she's a, it's a porn star or whatever. And you know, if I saw her walking down the street, I'd though I'd think, "Hey, yum." But she was rapping, and she's going through the sang and singing the songs, and I'm listening to him going, "It's not that good, but what the hell? At least she's trying." You know, we all get better. We all, you know, kind of suck at things in the beginning, not a problem. And and I started listening to the lyrics, and she's dropping n bombs left and right, n bomb, n bomb, n word, n word, niggas, 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 niggas. And I'm going, really, really. You don't you don't cringe at all when you hear that come out of your mouth. I cringe when I hear it. I don't want to hear that crap. Keep that crap to yourself. Right. But the, and, and of course, in the comments underneath that you hear all these people saying, well, she done not enough black dudes in her. She get she can say that if she wants to. As many black dudes has been in there <laughs> and all of that kind of crap. But I'm telling you right now. uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> as I've been in that situation where the overwhelming majority of the women that I've jumped on top of have been uh, African-American ladies. That's my preference. I dig that. But of course, I'm not an idiot. If I find somebody attractive and cool and they don't happen to be that, I'm going to jump on top of them. And one of the times I jumped on top of someone that wasn't of my particular ethnicity, she was a pretty white lady, She was she was older than I was, And uh, I was, I don't know, I was like like 18, 19, 20, somewhere around there, and she was maybe 10, 12 years older than me, and she was really pretty, and she thought I was cute and funny, and boom, boom, jiggygy, boom, da-boom, she wanted me to boom, boom, jiggygy, boom, da-boom, and I was definitely wanting to boom, boom, jiggygy, boom, da-boom with her. So we're going off to our whole thing and I'm dating her and she's one of those ladies that likes to like, and it, it makes sense. She makes it, she, she's one of those people that wants to get to know you before she gets it on with you. And I respect that because it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But when we finally got to the point where we knew that, and I knew that, and she knew that boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, da, boom, jiggy, jiggy was going to happen. Oh, actually, first of all, you know, you ever seen those old Toyota commercials or whatever the name of the car, whatever the make or model the car was, where they go, yeah, and the guy would jump up and click his heels and pump his fist in the air. I'm not going to say I did that when she called me and told me to come over to her house when I knew it was going to be boom, boom, jiggity, boom, boom, jiggity, jiggy time. Okay, I did do that. I did jump up, click my heels and pump my fist in the air. Actually, to be honest with you, every time I'm about to get it on with a woman I find really, really special, I jump up in the air, click my heels and pump my fist in the air. Okay, I'll be honest with you. Anytime I have sex with any woman, you know, I jump up and click my heels and pump my fist in the air. And I didn't realize how often I did it but, because I was a girl that I was with for a long period of time. And we were about to go boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy boom, the boom, jiggy jiggy, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, jiggy boom, da, boom, jiggy, jiggy And I was about to jump on top of her. She goes, whoa, 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 what's wrong with you? Are you mad at me or something? And I said, no, I'm not mad at you. Why would I be mad at you? You're naked and I'm about to climb on top of you and boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy boom, da, boom, jiggy jiggy." she goes... Yeah, but you didn't jump up, click your heels and pump your fist. I was like, yeah, well, you know, we've been together for a while. She goes, oh, so I'm not worthy of you jumping up, clicking your heels and pumping your fist. You're going to take me for granted. Huh? Who? Okay. Is there some other bitch you jumping up and clicking your heels and pumping your fist for? Is that what it is? Hmm. Are you too tired from jumping up, clicking your heels and pumping your fist in the air for some other bitch? And is that why? Well, then let me tell you something. If you want to just jump up and click your heels for some other bitch and pump your hand in the air, maybe you don't want none of this. And I said, hey, 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 hey. I'll be honest with you. I didn't want to admit it, but I was really having a problem with my leg and I really didn't want to jump in the air and click my heels together and pump my fist. That, that had nothing to do with you. Well, why didn't you just say so? Well, it was basically because I, I, I'm lying. I just was trying to keep you from getting mad because I really want to jump on top of you. And she goes, you're kind of dumb. You could have kept that to yourself because I was believing you. And I said, "Uh," uh-uh. then I jumped up, click my heels, pumped my fist in the air and banged her. <laughs> F y'all. So anyway, I'm going over to the lady's house, and I know what's about to happen. I know I'm about to boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy with this lady. And like I said, I'm black. Uh, uh, she's white. It's black. It's white. He, he, he. Stop it. Back to the story. So I pull in to the house, and I go upstairs, and she's wearing, mm-hmm, she's wearing an outfit that basically says, hey, sometime within the next 15 seconds, you and I are going to be boom, boom, jiggy, de, boom, the boom, jiggy, jiggy, which was weird because they, she actually had that written on her shirt, and I went why (laughs) she did not have that on her shirt but she was wearing revealing outfit and i knew i was going to get jump on top of her so i walk in the house and you know how sometimes when you really know that the whole evening is just about boom boom jiggy, jiggy boom the boom jiggy jiggy for some stupid reason we all seem to feel like we have to engage in some bullcrap conversation when really what we really want to do is push the door and lock the door and jump on top of each other and boom boom jiggy jiggy right on the floor behind the door so she walks, I walk in and she's starting some bullcrap conversation and I'm sitting there going, you're walking around in the negligee, your boobs are bouncing around, your butt's jiggling. And uh, I came over here specifically to jump on top of you and you're asking me how my last show was. No one cares about my last show. My last show was great. I ain't thinking about my last show. I'm thinking about that delicious body in that outfit because I'm staring at your breasts and I'm waiting for you to turn around to get my drink off the table so I can look at your butt again. She turns around to get my drink on the table and of course as I just said I looked at her butt again and thought yum and then she goes well I was I said listen let's not I said I said listen 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 you know why I'm here and I know you didn't did. she goes yeah I know and she goes wow your clothes are off already and I said yes they are your turn and then she got naked we went upstairs and I jumped on top of her now in the middle of the specific specific activity that is is occurring in her bedroom, uh, let's just say she's making it very clear that this is something that I'm good at and that she's enjoying, uh, not only because of the volume of what, of her utterances, but because of what she's actually saying. And I'm of course, being a guy, love to hear this crap, and I'm enjoying myself because I'm putting in that good work on her, Cause <laughs> I miss Anthony. So anyway. So in the middle of the whole proceedings, I'm enjoying the fact that she's enjoying the fact and I'm enjoying the fact and she's enjoying the fact that I'm enjoying the fact and I'm enjoying the fact that she's enjoying the fact. And by the when I say the fact, I'm referring to my genitals. <laughs> F y'all. Anyway, so in the middle of the festivities, she starts to throw in a couple of things that are a little weird. She starts to throw in. A couple of things that sound slightly racist but i don't know if they're racist but they're kind of i'm not sure if they're racist i don't don't know mainly because i'm too busy banging her and i'm going okay well i don't know if that was racist or not but it doesn't matter i'm 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 banging her so you know even if i was mad at her it did actually it's kind of hard to be mad at someone when you're banging them and then the first n-word comes out now The utterances that she was, you know, that she was making, she was saying certain things that were very, very complimentary about the things that were happening. And then she would add the N word to the end of it. And I'm in the middle of and I look down at her like, what? And she got her eyes closed. It's not like we could look at each other and I could give her the, would you stop saying that with my eyes? Because her eyes are rolled to the back of her damn head. And I'm going, okay, maybe that's not what she said. Maybe she was discussing countries in, in in Africa and she mispronounced the one that looks like the n-word but, but has one less g in it. Maybe she meant Niger. I don't know. Maybe she said this is a good, you're so good because you're from Niger. I don't know. Or you know, just like that Niger. I don't know why she's talking about an African country. That's okay. Not a problem. Harder Niger? I don't think she said Niger that time. This is all yours Niger? Uh, but, 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 but wait a second. She didn't say Niger. She was using that other word while I was banging her. And I'm thinking, just because I'm banging you, doesn't mean you get to say that word. Just like when I watched that porn star on there saying that word and people in the comment section were going to her, yeah, she's been with enough black dudes. Yeah, she gets to say it. Yeah, well no she doesn't. And this chick was in the middle of banging a black dude, the best one, me. And then she was saying that stuff, and I was offended by it. But I was not gonna stop banging her. I'm not an idiot. And she did, and then because I didn't stop her from saying that, she's saying it more. And she's actually saying more N words than actually other words. She's actually just chanting the word every time something happens. Okay. Let's just say every time the piston hit pushes some more oxygen into the engine. She says that word, and the piston is pushing oxygen into the engine really, really fast at this point. So she's saying it quickly, and then word, and word, and word, and 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 I'm looking. That's it. I say you know how sometimes when you're a teenage kid and you're with someone extremely attractive, someone you want really, really badly, sometimes you do little mind games to make sure that festivities don't end quickly. Well, her chanting that at the same time kind of extended the thing, because the whole time I'm going, I want to finish this here but I wish she would just shut the hell up saying this crap and she keeps saying it and keeps saying it and I finish the bang and then she says thanks n-word and I say really and she goes what I was just doing trying to be to do dirty talk and I'm going dirty talk is harder and like that or you know, that been, that, you're not the first woman I banged, and heard, the, the dirty talk is not the N word. Dirty talk is you know these the, the, women have said stuff like that. Like, drill me. I had a woman say split me, I and mean, I, I, I had to stop. And I'm like, could you not say split me? That's kind of gross. You know, just hard to say bang me or something. Don't just split and slice and all that. Don't none of that stuff. Anything that involves what you would do to a cake. Don't don't say that in the middle of me banging. you, I don't like it. Unless it's something to do with frosting and 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 cream filling. But no, 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 that's gross. That's still No, 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 never mind. Never mind. You know, and I was mad at her. And she was wondering why I was mad at her. And the relationship kind of petered out. Kind of petered out. It didn't end because I, I wanted to bang her a few more times. I, I was a teenager. What are you going to do? But, but it did peter out and I got rid of her. After banging her about seventy-three more times. I think that's the number. <laughs> F y'all. So what I'm saying is when I saw that video, it was really weird scene, and it. it reminded me of something that happened a long time ago after that particular incident. I remember going to a karaoke bar. Now I have a lot of white friends, and my friends uh, these are friends I've had for a long time, sometimes some of them thirty years old, thirty-year friendships, and we're cool. Like if there's a song on the radio. They, some of them are some of my are close to my age. Or older than me. Or younger, younger than me. And they listen to the same music. They listen to hip hop and rap music. And they'll be in the car. Rapping along with the song. But they will not say that damn word. They'll be like. And I told those. And I said. That the, because I, I'm the kind of man. Who likes to. And I told those. That they better not. Because every time those. Come to my house. I said, and they just, they don't even think about that crap, but they don't look at me when they say, don't say the word. They just know not to say it. They know not to say it. Right. I don't even say it. I say it on the podcast every once in a while, but in my regular life, I don't say it. I really don't. So I go to a karaoke bar and I'm hanging out with my friends and I'm not going to go up and sing that crap. But if they want to go up there and make big jackasses out of themselves, I'm all for it and happy to record it and blackmail them with it. (laughs) F y'all. So anyway, (laughs) so we're sitting there and these pretty young ladies, pretty white ladies, just like that porn star lady. Uh, You know, the same pretty lady with the thin body with the perfect little this and the perfect that and the perfect Sunny Rebecca of Book Farm face and this and there's all this incredible and yummy and beautiful and everything and the cheerleader and the cuteness and all of that crap. And they're on stage and they're singing songs and they're singing pop songs. They're banging out whatever pop songs of that particular era and it's all good. And we're all sitting there going, okay, look, let them stay up there. I don't want to go up there and sing that crap. Also, I like looking at them. And then one of they're about to leave, and the lady goes, "Hey, one more!" And she pushes this a rap song. And I'm not even gonna say what a rap song it is, but I also know that about twenty-five percent of the lyrics are the N word, and I'm going, "Oh no, this ain't gonna be good." Do they even realize what song is next? and they're dancing to the song and they know the because the n-words come near the end of the song and at the beginning of the song they're just rapping I'm a kill shoot stand, and I'm a bus show and they're doing it. and they got the little. they're trying to do all the gangster moves and everything and it's kind of funny you know it's like watching a. Che- you ever go to a, a football game and you watch a bunch of cheerleaders singing a hardcore rap song with all the bur- bad words and lyrics cut out of it but they're trying to do all gangster moves and stuff like that it was kind of like that but this was a bar and they were all adults and not teaching teenagers at a football game, anyway. Back to the story, and they're doing the whole thing, jeep, gimme, give And we're sitting there going, and then the black people are going, oh no, oh no. I just remembered this song. There's a lot of n bombs in the back end of this song. Are they going to sing the n bombs? Right, and we're watching the other white folks in the room, and they all know the song, but they're not really paying attention. But you could see by the tension in the room, by the tension in the room, by the tension in the room, and the fact that they're looking back at us, and they're looking at them, and they're looking at us, and they're looking at them, and they're looking at us, and they're looking at them, and they're looking at us, and they're looking at them, that they realize, oh crap, we remember this song, and there's a whole lot of m bombs in the last part of this song, and everybody's getting nervous, and the girls are once they you need to kill people, you big big bitches, and giggy big, and they said they i going well. If they let the word bitch through, uh, they they know well, they might let that other word through. They might just go, "Hey, those are the lyrics. Those are the lyrics. We can't do anything about it. They wrote the song. It's an ass cap. Those are the lyrics. Those are the lyrics." And they just end up the, the white people are looking back at us, and we're like, "Why are the white people looking at us? Come on, man. We've been here before." But they're looking at us and looking at them, and they're looking at us and they're looking at them, and they're looking at us and they're looking at them, and we're looking at the five ladies on stage, and we're no longer looking at them and thinking, "Yum." We're, we're thinking, "Do they realize what's about to happen? Do they realize? what should not happen are they going to do it and you could see a couple of the ladies on the stage start to get nervous because now they realize oh crap I now remember this song and I don't need to look at the lyric sheet because I know at the end of this song there's a whole lot of n-bombs and they're looking at the, the lead girl who's the, who was the one that's singing her loudest. And she's just, she's got her eyes closed and she's, and she's going to the song and all of that crap. And the other girls are going, Oh God, Oh God, what is this kind of crap? What the hell is going on there? And we're all looking at her and she's not looking at us because her eyes are closed, but the white people are looking at us and we're looking at the white people and the white people are looking at the white people on stage and the white people on stage are looking at us because they cannot see us because the lights are up and oh no. Here it comes. And I told that, <laughs> lyrics, 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 lyrics here it comes. <laughs> but as it turns out, the people who put the lyrics up actually took the N word out. Now we're looking at the lyrics and we can see that that's like, you know, how they have the, the line where the word would be. It's like the line that would underline the word, but the word's not actually there. That's being underlined. So we're going, this is good. This is very, very good. She's not gonna have to say it, or even because she's she's just gonna just gloss over the word because the word is cut out, and it just that is just gonna be the thing, and then that's just the word. It's, it, it's just not that she's not good to she's not gonna say it cause here go, she's two lines away and all the white people in the crowd are looking at us and looking at her and looking at her and, her and looking back at us and we're looking at them and we're looking at each other like hey no big deal she's not gonna say it so they stop looking at us and they're looking at us and smiling like isn't this a great song because a few moments ago they're looking at us like don't blame us for them we didn't do it they did it and we're looking at them like we know you didn't do it it will be them and we're just not, we're sitting there and then she comes right up to the word and she's approaching the word in what seems like slow motion because I'm still not sure she's not going to say it because she's really into the song I'm not sure she's not going to say it and her friends on stage then they 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 they've relaxed again because they now know that the word is blanked out but her eyes have been closed the whole time I don't know why she's doing this song with her eyes closed but her eyes are closed oh no her eyes are closed and the was, there was, niggas Oh no... She said the word and her eyes are still closed and then the word comes up again. And even though on the karaoke sheet, the word is blanked out, she's so into the song, she doesn't realize that she's the only one that actually said the word. And the other girls on the stage didn't say the word and they're waving and a couple of them are elbowing her in the arm. And the white people are looking at us and we're looking at them and they're looking at them and they're looking at us and we're looking at them and looking at us and they're looking at us like we didn't do it and we're looking at them like we know you didn't do it. And they're looking at us like please don't get angry and we're looking at them and we're not really angry, just uncomfortable. And the waitress is going, would you like a complimentary drink, <laughs> and I'm going, we don't need a complimentary drink, it's not a big deal, we don't blame you for anything, it's not a big deal, not a big deal, and she goes, are you sure you don't want some complimentary chicken, oh, I didn't mean chicken, I'm going, it's okay to offer us chicken, it's not a big deal, everyone eats chicken, Is it what kind of, it? it's fried, really fried chicken woman, <laughs> just kidding, yes, we'd like that, and if it's complimentary, not a problem, but we'll pay for it, it's not your fault, you don't have to, and she's still on stage, niggas, and the other ladies are on stage, what are you making, Elbowing her and, she's, she's just, and they. she's probably thinking that they're jealous because she's so much better than them and the white people are looking at us and we're looking at them and they're looking at us and we're looking at them and the white people are looking at us going, hey man, what are we going to do? And we're looking at them and I'm looking back at the waitress like maybe I do want that chicken, damn it. And she comes back and gives us the chicken and the lady, niggas! And she doesn't realize that everybody in the room has stopped dancing. And her friends who were now five on stage are now four on three on two on she's on stage by a damn self and her eyes are still closed. And her friends are sitting there nervously and they're looking at us and we're looking at them, we're looking at us, and we're looking at them, we're looking at us, and we're looking at them, and I'm looking at them, and I'm looking at them, and they're looking at me and I'm looking at them. And she opens her eyes and she has a look in her face, like, Wasn't that song great? And all she sees is a bunch of people looking at her horrified and a bunch Bunch of black people in the back eating some free fried chicken. Yeah, that's right. We ate fried chicken. Shut up, f y'all, you bastards. So all I'm saying is, look. If we just stop it, to just could we just. You know, just, just stop it. If you're a porn star, just because you bang black dudes, that don't mean you get to rap the N-word. And just because you're an extremely attractive white woman with my junk in her, that doesn't 73, oh, 70, actually 74 times, the first bang and then 73 more. And just because I my junk was in you 74 times doesn't mean you get to say the N-word, all right? And just because you're on stage and you're singing karaoke does not mean you get to say the N-word, okay? It, d- it does not, so don't say the N-word, damn it. You know, it's just one of those weird things where you just sit there and you're in a situation where you're just completely uncomfortable and you don't know what to do. You just don't know what to do. I see that happen to celebrities sometimes you know, I remember I'm not a celebrity I'm just a dude but I've done some interviews on some things and I hate when somebody when you come on and you think you're doing a, like, a nice little soft interview and someone tries to drag you into some divisive topic I remember seeing a video where Mike Tyson this is an older YouTube video where Mike Tyson was getting doing an interview about his one-man show I don't remember what the one-man show was called but I know he was it was a successful run and everybody liked it and all of that kind of crap and he thinks he's going to he's doing like a local morning show and where Wherever he was i don't remember what country he was in but everybody was speaking english so you know who cares what country it was you know it could have been here it could have been overseas i don't know but it was in english and the guy who's doing the interview instead of just talking about mike tyson's show which is what you normally do he goes back and starts bringing up all the most you know all the worst crap mike tyson did as a young man he just starts bringing it up like hey mike uh Let's talk about your one man show. But first, how about this shit you did here? How about this and this and this and this? And you could tell Mike wanted to work, wanted to just jump off the couch and twist his head till it popped off. And I'm sitting there going, what the hell is that crap? What is that? Why do people do that crap? Right. You know, like. I've been, and the reason I brought that up is because I did an interview and someone comes up to me and I'm thinking I'm talking about my podcast and some other kind of stuff. And I'm talking to him and then all of a sudden he starts bringing in race stuff, not regular race stuff, but like whatever the worst race racial divide was at that particular time in the news. And I'm like, and I'm thinking, dude, I'm here to promote my podcast, bro. I'm not here for this crap. And he's like, what do you think of that, huh? How about that crap? And I'm going, really, dude? Really, this is what you this is what you're going to do. It's like one of those ambush interviews. And I always hated that crap. Right. Because, you know, where it's going, because here's the thing. When you go on one of these fluffy shows, these nice, you know, morning with whatever and, and hey, whatever, whatever. They don't ever bring that kind of crap up, so you go on, and you got your card down. You got your card down. Everything's cool. you just going on. You're going to talk about your podcast, your comedy show, whatever the hell you're doing, whatever you're plugging and everything cool. You're going to have a nice little conversation. You're going to fake laugh, and they're going to fake laugh, and you're going to fake laugh together. The audience is going to laugh for real, and then you're going to get the hell out of there. But then, all of a sudden, they ambush your punk ass. It's like somebody punching you in the stomach. You're a fighter. Like, if you walk up to Floyd Mayweather, and he doesn't know you're going to punch him in the stomach, and you hit him in the stomach real hard he's going to be pissed off by that and it's going to hurt now if he knows you're fighting if he's got on gloves and you got on gloves and you're in the ring first of all you probably wouldn't hit him but even if you did he'd be he'd be ready for it but they didn't do that did they no they come in with the Moses. and what do you think about this particular thing that's a horrible tragedy and you're going i got like six minutes on this show to talk about the, the the plug, whatever I'm plugging, whatever movie, book, or whatever you're on, and then you bring this crap up. What the hell is wrong with you, you bastard? I never understood that crap. Unbelievable, unfreaking believable. So when people would do that to me, I would always say to them, like, somebody goes, "And hey, what do you think about this tragedy that happened?" I'm going, "Why are you asking me about this when I came on to promote this?" Now, if you if I was going on to a Charlie Rose interview where I knew I was going to sit there for an hour or some kind of 60 minutes interview or some kind of hard hitting interview where I knew that was coming, that's one thing, you know. Cause you kind of know what's happening there. You know where you, you. know what you're getting into. You should always let people know what they're getting into. But you're trying to set me up and make me look like a douche in front of everybody. You're trying to make drag me into this so I can get trolled by fifteen thousand people, so I can have a net some some net some cable news networks attacking me and blogs and all that crap. Why are you bringing into that? I would love it if those people who would, would do their research on the host of those shows and come in with a portfolio of embarrassing things that the host of the show did or traumatic events from the host of the show's life so when the host comes in and tries to be slick with that crap i understand that you did that and i understand that you're really your wife and you're just leaving you because you you were really caught banging the, n- the nanny how about that huh, huh, huh. and then there's a lot of times they would bring up this crap and it's not even close to true but because it was said on television because it was said in so in front of so many people, People might actually think that crap is true. And I started thinking, well, wouldn't it be great, like I said, if you could come up with some traumatic crap from the past of the host? And how about that, huh? Well, actually, I'm, 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 my marriage is actually very, very, going very well. Uh, the first thing I need to let you know is, one, I don't have a nanny because we don't have children. So I don't even know where that came from. So I don't know why you're bringing this up. Well, let me ask you a question. Um, Did you did you clear up your police record when you were caught in that bathroom with that horse? Oh, uh, what? Yeah, I mean, it was a. You know, most people don't realize that, but uh, you know, I know that uh, it's public record. Most people just didn't notice it because, for for whatever reason, you're not really famous enough for people to pay that much attention to you. But uh, you know, I know for a fact that you were caught in a, in a, in, a, in a in a bathroom stall with your pants off with a horse, and I was wondering if you had uh, had gotten that cleaned up. I mean, you know, I don't know whether or not that's uh, you know. I didn't want to put that out there because it's it's actually case file number X six five three two eight dash eight in the county court system, and uh, it's actually on my website uh, thishostbangshorses dot com. But uh, I'm just wondering. Well, no, 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 no. Let's get back to Let's get back to the you and the nanny. I, once again, I I don't have a nanny, um, and uh, my wife and I don't have children. Um, but, but, you know, one of the things we like to do is we uh, on weekends with my wife and I, because we love each other. We like to spend a lot of time together. We enjoy each other's company. A lot of the times we do, what we like to do on the weekends is we like to go horseback riding. Speaking of riding horses, what were you doing with that horse in that bathroom? Uh, we're going to go to commercial right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that, that wouldn't that just be the best thing in the world? Cause I, I always hated when people do ambush interviews and embarrass people like that. I always hated that crap. And, you know, and uh, I mean, no one's ever going to do that, but uh, that would be kind of fun. But uh, the only reason I I don't even know how I got off on this tangent, because initially what I wanted to talk about was that email that I got about the porn star saying the N word. But (laughs) if you've been listening to me for a while, you know how my mind works and you know that that was going to happen at some point. But, folks, I just want to say, let me just wrap this up by saying this. Listen just because you bang someone of a specific ethnicity doesn't mean you get to say the most evil epithet that's against that particular group right if you're dating someone that's chinese you don't say the worst a- you know asian insult do you of course not if you're dating someone who's a, who's hispanic or latino you don't use the worst no of course you don't you don't you don't okay So no matter how many people you bang of a specific ethnicity, you do not get to use that epithet at all. So stop it. Because I never use racial epithets when I'm jumping on top of a lady. I've been with women from different ethnic groups and I never it never crosses my mind to say, you know, disgusting things about their ethnicity. One, because I'm not that type of person. And two, because it's kind of hard to say things when you got a leather mask on and a ball gag in your mouth. I mean i do not i that I mean but that's what other people say because that me on the other i, I do everything in one position for did but none of your business mind don't judge me f y'all segment over all right folks <laughs> i gotta tell you about this 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 is this is, this is a this is a, this is another l a story and uh <laughs> and this uh, I was doing some gigs, and I was away from my 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 place for a, for for a, for a while. Normally, I would be back every day, but I was doing something, I was finally getting some stuff going on, and I was away from the house. And normally, what would happen is. Uh, the exterminator would come and I usually had a coordinator, whether it's the person to the left of me apartment wise and the person to the right of me. We would all get our exterminating done at the same time. Right. This was not the building's extermination. We just something that we did on our own in addition to because there was a lot of construction going on around. And whenever they would tear up something, you'd wind up with you get a mouse or you'd get some bugs that normally weren't there because we're all neat people. And we like, what's the good being neat if you're going to get bugs anyway? Right. So you know, imagine, you know, so. This particular time, I wasn't home. I was working, doing some thing, making drunk people laugh. You know what I do. And I come back and say, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, man? Yeah, you missed extermination. I didn't think anything of it because I didn't have any bugs. They didn't have any bugs. But they were ripping up some streets and ripping down some stuff and tearing apart some stuff and opening up some stuff and blocking off some stuff. And all of a sudden, some of the stuff that was outside started to come in. Little stuff that goes squeak 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 and little things that walk around with antenna and little brown things that walk around your house with big with six legs and walk up your walls when i didn't have them before but now all of a sudden i got them and my neighbors didn't have them but i had them but they didn't have them but i had them why because they came in but they got killed in those two places but there was no death juice in my house from the exterminator to kill the bastards in my house those bastards and the guy couldn't come back for a while so all of a sudden i gotta deal with this crap and i hate that crap i don't like bugs i don't like mice and i definitely don't like bugs and mice f both of them yeah that's right so the guy comes back, I said, look, man, you know, come on, man. And I used the fact that he had been, he had been using this guy for a while, kind of our quote, friendship, unquote. I used it to get him to come back. Now he had finished his day, but he had to go in the vicinity of where we were to go home. So he made it a point to come out of his way, go to where I am, come there. He was really cool. He did the spray, put down the death juice and all of a sudden no mice. Well, it was only one mouse, no mouse and no bugs. And I was like, yeah. So what started to happen is we became a little more friendly. We weren't like best buddies or anything like that, but we were friendly, very friendly. When he would come by, we would actually have conversations while he was working. When he was in the other people's houses, he would actually go through and just methodically big spray this, lift that, put the gel there, this, that, and walk the hell out doing his job. He would go to the other person, Whip, and I'm sitting there going, he would actually go to the person on the left, skip mine, go to the person on the right, go and do theirs real quick, and then come into my house, and he would spray, and he would be real cool because he's having a pleasant conversation with yours truly the other people never offered him anything to drink i offered him something to drink they never did i did they didn't i did so now he really likes me right but what started to happen was because he liked me so much he started to take me for granted a little bit and I started noticing that he was not as methodical about his job as he was with the other two people, people he didn't dislike or like. They were just clients. He went in, did the job, got the check, left. But when he came to my spot, all of a sudden, I was not getting the same level of service that the other two people were getting. And I'm thinking, what the hell is this? At first, I'm thinking, well, I don't have any bugs or any mice anymore because of the because I finally caught him and we're cool. And I'm figuring maybe he's just doing maintenance because I didn't actually see what he was doing in the other in the other my neighbor's houses i just figured well since there's no bugs he's probably just doing whatever he's a professional this is what he does for a living maybe he's just putting out what he needs to put down to assure that they don't come back obviously you know, if somebody comes and cleans your house, if it's really dirty, it's going to take a while to clean the house. But if you have a maid after the house is clean, when he or she comes in, well, he's just got to dust a couple of things. I've never had a maid, by the way. He, he or she got to come in and dust a couple of things, I guess, and, you know, straighten up a couple of things and get the hell out of there because it's not really dirty. There's really nothing to do. They're just there to maintain the level of super cleanliness that you have already there. I'm thinking maybe that's what this bastard is doing. And I'm watching him. And I'm noticing every time he comes back, he does a little bit less. And I'm thinking hey maybe that's what it is he comes in and checks and things everything's not and then I find out from my neighbors that he was doing exactly the same thing every single time with them he would spray and put the gel in double gel and quadruple gel and all of that kind of stuff he was doing all of that stuff for them but none of that stuff for me and all that stuff for them and none of that stuff for me Now it's hot in Los Angeles. It's very, very hot sometimes. Sometimes it's, you know, it could be as high as 90, 95 degrees. It doesn't have the same humidity of my hometown, but it's 90 to 95 degrees. It's very, very hot. And they never offered him any kind of cold water or any kind of juices or something like that, but I always did. I was being nice to the person and now I'm nice to the guy and he's actually being better to them, not as people. He wasn't as friendly to them, but he was doing the job more effectively to them because now all of a sudden when he started to leave i started to see a reoccurrence of the bugs and those two who would have told me didn't see a reoccurrence of the bugs why because they weren't friendly with him they just expected him to do a job they didn't even really talk to his ass he came in they just said there you go take care of it they would go about what they were doing and then when he was done he would come find them they'd give him a check and he'd leave He didn't even really remember the name sometimes, but he remembered my name. I'm the guy that gave him the juice. I'm the guy that did that crap. I'm the guy that was nice to his punk ass, and now he's giving me a half ass job. That bastard. There was a part of me that wanted to call the office and said, "Listen, I don't think this guy's doing it good, but I don't want to mess with somebody's money. It's not like he's in he's an exterminator because he's the, he's an eccentric millionaire or exterminators make two hundred grand a year or anything like that. He's just a working class Joe like I am, so I'm not going to mess with this guy's money, and it's not like he's been screwing over everybody and he's worthy of getting fired. I just want him to do a better job at my place, so I'm saying, don't you think he should spray that?" And he would do what I asked him to do because I remember the sequence of things he did when he was doing it accurately. And I would as we're talking, ha ha ha, joke, 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 ha ha come of conversation. I would and he and he started he wasn't you know when someone is annoyed a little bit, but they want don't want you to know they're annoyed, but you know they're annoyed, but they don't want you to know they're annoyed. And every time I actually was making him do his actual job he looked at me like i was annoying him a little bit would you spray that all right really all right i mean you came here to spray you have the spray i'm asking you to spray and you're giving me attitude i didn't say that to him i'm restraining myself i'm not didn't say it to him i'm restraining myself hey why not you you put a little little that over there well i don't know you did it last time. All right. I mean, I don't know if it's necessary, but, and I'm going, this guy's really, this guy, <laughs> you know, and I made him do the same stuff in my place that I found out that he did in their place and that he used to do in my place and he goes away. And all of a sudden I don't get the, I don't get the, the, the really good goodbye. Like, Hey, good buddy that he usually do. He just kind of walks out and eh, see you next time. And he walks out. So now I got the job done effectively, but now I'm, and then when he would come back at subsequent times, I'm getting attitude from this dude. Right. And he's like, it's like pulling teeth to get him to do the stuff that he should have been doing in the first place. This is how this bastard repays me for being nice to his punk ass and giving him juices and waters and crap like that. Where the other two people were like, look, jackass, get your punk ass in here, spray your crap and get your punk ass out. He's giving them good service and no attitude problem because I was nice to his punk ass. He gives me attitude, that bastard. So I'm thinking I don't need this kind of crap. I'm going to do and I'm going to find me another exterminator and I'm going to have the exterminator come to my spot and spray my spot on a different day. And I'm going to make sure that my exterminator sprays my spot on a day when the other two, before the other two, that way when they do theirs, I've already killed anything in my apartment. And then when they spray, it's just a barrier of death for the little bastards and then I win, right? so the guy calls and he leaves a message and he cancels the appointment well it's a little too far for me to come at this particular time whereas before when he liked me he went out of his way not a problem not a problem that was the day I had cleared out to be there to let his punk ass in and that was the day I decided well since you ain't gonna be here jackass you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna have another exterminator from another company that is highly regarded and thought of as professional and this time I'm not gonna befriend the bastard I'm just gonna let the bastard do his job be my normal professional self. And he comes in, does his crap and gets the hell out of there that's what i'm gonna do and he comes in and he goes hey what i'm gonna do And then he goes, okay, do you have any problems, Mr. Thomas? Well, we did have this problem, this, that, and the other. Well, you know, it looks like someone's been here before. Well, well, I had another company that, And he's spraying. And we're talking. But this time I'm keeping really professional. Because the last time I was super nice and over the top, nice and super cool and super cordial and super friendly and funny and all of that crap. But the last bastard, he started to take me for granted. So this time I turned the funny down to like 5%. You know, 5% means this guy's funny, but I better keep be on my P's and q's and do my job I was at that point he's out there and I just walk away and let him start doing his job and I go into the other room and I'm the phone ring and, and I couldn't get to the phone in time couldn't get to the phone in time and I look and I played a message Oh, Mr. Thomas. This is the jackass who didn't do his really job before. I'm a complete piece of shit bastard who took advantage of your friendship, and I canceled because I'm a complete dickhead. But guess what? You know, uh, I know that you're already there because you you probably cleared out the day. So what I'm going to do is I'm almost there. I'm going to be there in a few minutes, depending on traffic, and I'm going to try to get there and take care of and get the service done, even though I'm a complete douchebag who should have not taken your friendship for granted and not the fact that I did a half ass job and you could have easily got me either fired or got me in trouble at work. And I didn't realize that I was being such a dude. Okay, he he did not say any of that. He just said, I'm going to be there anyway. As it turns out, I could I can make it there. You know, I'm going to try to get there. I'm I'm coming kind of close, but there's a little bit of traffic. But he should have said the other stuff that I said. And now here, here, another phone call comes in. I'm almost there, Mr. Thomas. I just got to mix up these chemicals and I'll be right upstairs. Mm, 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 mm. and I'm trying to get this other guy the hell out of there luckily the chemicals that the new guy was using didn't have any smell at all no smell at all no smell at all and I'm good I'm such trying. I just want to get him out of there because if I can get him the hell out before the other jackass comes up because I never actually answered the phone he just left messages for me yeah that's right so if I can get this jackass out before that jackass comes up I can get this jackass out and I can get down Stairs and go. You know I'm on my way out. Well, you told me you weren't coming. Did I leave you messages? Yeah, but I, I, mean, I, you know, I didn't expect you to come, so I didn't even bother checking. It, and that's what I wanted to do. But this guy was even better than the last guy. This guy was even more thorough. This guy was one of those guys that take... This guy was actually talking as if he, he... This guy actually enjoyed his job. It wasn't just a job. As it turns out, his father was an exterminator. And he grew up in the exterminating business. And he's sitting there. This is a double larva with a quadruple larva. And then this... See these legs here with the double quadruple? And if he was this kind of chemical, quadruple with double chemicals and all of that crap. And he's real serious about it. When I was a kid, I used to love bugs. Even though it's kind of weird that I love bugs. But now I kill them, right? Finish spraying jackass because the other jackass is on the way up. I did not say that. So I look out the window and I see the jackass outside mixing up his punk ass chemicals that I hope he doesn't get to use because I'm about to dump his punk ass and this guy said okay Mr. Thomas is gonna cost this amount and I'm trying to write the check out okay here's the check and then he's gonna give him the check and I'm starting to feel like I'm in one of those I feel like I'm feeling in a 70s era, era movie starring Warren Beatty like that movie Shampoo where he was banging everybody it felt like I was like the the old exterminator was, was, like, a, was like a girlfriend that kind of took me for granted and I just wanted some time apart from her and instead of just taking some time to collect myself I bent over a couple other people and banged up into them well it felt kind of like that because I know he's coming across the street and I'm going hey you light I know he's not experienced crossing the street there light I need you to change and keep his punk ass over there for another four minutes because that's how long the light takes yes I timed it I'm a bit of a nerd about those things shut up back to the story and I'm going go downstairs guy go downstairs and he's going downstairs and they guy, got the guys coming up the other stairs and he goes down the stairs and I feel like a, I feel like a dead bug hoe I feel like a complete hoe I feel like a hoe I mean this guy was the person that I had was, was coming over all the time and I felt a little used by the bastard and I replaced him like nothing I didn't even give him a chance to redeem himself I just tossed him aside and had that other guy spray the place and I felt dirty but as it turns out the guy that was the new guy that sprayed the place and put down all that kind of crap as a super professional was five dollars less per month and better at the job and I actually wanted to, t- to do that crap and I knew nothing now, not to treat him like I treated the first guy because the way I treated the first guy got me in this mess in the first place and I got him down the steps just in time. At least I thought just in time because the truck started to pull away and as the guy from the first guy comes up the steps he sees the other guy going away and he says, hey, you uh, Guess one of your neighbors got a new got another guy to come in and do the job, huh? <laughs> and I knew for a fact the way he was looking at me when he said it, he was asking me with his eyes whether or not I was the person that was the one that used the new service person and I didn't I, I tried to look away cause I didn't want my eyes to say, You should have done me good, you bastard. You should have treated me good or I wouldn't have just dropped you like a hot brick on a cold Tuesday and brought in the new person who's better than you cause you suck. I didn't want to say that and he wanted to walk into the building I stopped him I put my arm up so we couldn't walk into the apartment and he goes hey what's going on why are you blocking the apartment I want to go and spray I said I can't do it right now I'm on my way out he goes you're on your way out well, but that's, that left you some message. I didn't see the message. Well, you didn't see the message. Your phone's right next to the thing because he's been in my place and he knows where the phone is. And I tried to. But then he started to think, wait a second. And then he looked at the door and he realized there was another escape from the place. And he realized that he just saw another exterminator walk away. And he started to think, wait a second. Maybe you had another exterminator in here. And he looks at the door and he looks at me and he looks at the door and he looks back at me. And I look at him and I look at the door and I look away from the door because I don't want to look at the door. Because if he sees me looking at the door, he'll know that something happened at the door. And I didn't want him to know that something happened at the door. But he now knows that something happened at the door. He now knows it's over. And he goes, okay, I guess uh, I guess I should probably go, you know, since you don't need uh, my services right now. And the way he said right now, he knew, but the way that he said right now that he meant and he knew that it was ever, he knew it. And I looked at him, and I started to think, why am I feeling bad? You were bad to me. I paid money for services you didn't give me, and as it turns out, when you did give me the service, it was like pulling teeth. It was like pulling teeth, and then you're going to decide you're not going to show up and then going to show up at the last minute like you some kind of slick bastard. Well, you can't. You have to call me and set a date in the future. I can't be called at the last minute. You can't call me at the last minute and just expect me to be there waiting for you. I ain't that type of client punk and I said yeah I don't need your services and I was a little bit of a pause and I said right now but he knew that pause was me silently saying ever you bastard and the right now should have been silent because it meant nothing and he turned around and put his head down realizing that the person who was giving him the water and the juices and all of that crap was never going to allow him to spray his house again he walks down the hallway all sad and you should be sad you punk ass bastard and he goes downstairs and he walks to his truck and he crosses the street and almost gets hit by a bus because he's sad because he knew the only client that was fun to work with and was cool with him he effed it up so bad i was never gonna let him back in my place again with his punk ass and then he crosses the street and he puts the chemicals back in his truck And I'm looking out the window at him, and I ain't feeling guilty at all. I ain't feeling guilty at all, you piece of crap. And he looks up at me. And he knows he blew it. He had it so damn good. I mean, I had juices in the refrigerator. I saved, not only did he get paid for doing the job, he got a free juice out of it or free water every time he came in. And sometimes two, well, two waters, not two juices. It ain't like he did brain surgery in there, you know what I'm saying? And he looks back up at me. And it was kind of like he was pleading with his eyes, like, give me one more chance. And I just slowly... Closed the window down and when i put the locks on the window i clicked them real hard so he could hear it and he dropped his head and walked towards the passenger side and then i opened the window back up because it was fucking hot in there i mean come on i wanted to make a point but i want to die of heat stroke and it didn't end there my friends he still had the other two people he still had the other two people he still had the, the person to the left of me and the person to the right of me and i knew inevitably he would run across me with the new exterminator and one day he was spraying the other two places and i didn't well, since he wasn't the i wasn't the client of his anymore i didn't know that he was spraying the other two places how would i know And the new exterminator who now had been exterminating my place for a year. And then I and as it turns out, I was I I slipped up and I'm a friendly guy. I was just as friendly to this guy and the juices and all that kind of crap. I gave him the juices and the water and all that kind of stuff. I was just as friendly to that guy. And, And as it turns out, he didn't take it for granted. The fact that I was extra friendly to him like I am to everybody. He appreciated that crap. Yeah, that's right. Right. And he sprayed the stuff and did all the kind of crap. And I got news for you. Every once in a while, he would come to the house when he was, because now he had other clients in the building. He would knock on the door and say, hey, yeah, I was just spraying the other place. I wanted to stop by and say hello. And I'd shake his hand. We'd talk for five minutes and then he'd leave. And the other chump that was the other exterminator would do his job. And he saw me with the new exterminator. And he saw how happy I was. And he realized I was happy with him too. And he's the one that blew it. I did my part. He effed up. Not me. You had it good, buddy. And for a while, like I said, when they, when I tried to usher one out and usher and hide from the, I felt like a dead bug hole—a person who's a hole for people to kill bugs dead. But now I'm out in the open. I'm open with my relationship with my exterminator. Yeah, that's right. I even let him hang a sign on the door that said "exterminated by" and the name of the company. And buddy, you could have had that too. You could have had the good conversation, juices and waters. You could have hung your sign on my door, which what I would have let you do. But you blew it, punk. Yeah, that's right. I know you think I'm crazy for telling a story like that. So what? But I just want to say this as someone who's worked, who works, I guess, technically, even as a podcaster and as a comedian and stuff like that, I kind of work in the service industry. And before, when I my younger days, I worked behind the counters. I've done cash registers. I've managed locations. I've opened and closed uh, storefronts. I've done all of that crap. I know what it's like to work with the public, and when people were really nice to me, I never took it for granted. I never took liberties with them because they were nice to me when I would do a less or a half ass job or anything like that. I never did it. So I never expected someone else to do it to me. But as it turns out, you did, and guess what, punk? Very slowly, the new guy took over the whole building. And your punk ass not only lost me, you lost everybody. Granted, it was more important that you lost me because <laughs> I was the best person there, punk. But that's just the way it works. And here's something else just to rub it in, ex-exterminator. Even when this dude was doing the whole building. Well, it wasn't just him. It was his company. When his company was doing the whole building, they acknowledged me as the person that brought him in. And there wasn't a bug or a freaking mouse to be seen in that building from the, that moment till I moved across the country they probably still haven't had bugs or anything in that place and who do they got to thank me and I guess kind of they got to thank you because if your punk ass wasn't such a punk ass you would have still been doing the job punk so those of you out there listening to me my sass bastards that working in the industries like I used to If somebody's extra nice to you, damn it, you better make sure you don't take them for granted because 10 to 12 years later, they could have a popular podcast and do an entire segment trash in your punk ass. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) Segment over. All right, folks, this has been episode number 275 of the As Anthony Says Podcast. Thank you very, very much for stopping by. I really, really appreciate it. You guys are really, really cool. Remember, keep your email coming. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast. Tell as many friends as possible. If you if you like this podcast and you know people that you think will like this podcast, I would consider it a personal favor if you recommend the show, uh, if you rate and review the show, and if you subscribe to the show. Once again, the podcast is at iTunes iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, uh, the home base is sAnthonySays.Podbean.com, the Podcast Revolution Network. And I know, like I said, a lot of you use iOS devices, so obviously, of course, it's on iTunes. I probably already said that, but I'm saying it again because you keep asking me. So, yes, this show is on iTunes. For you for you that don't know, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. The um, Twitter for me is at sAnthonyThomas. The Twitter for this show is at sAnthonySays. The Instagram is sAnthonyThomas. Yes, I'm on Snapchat. I don't use it that much, but I do have it in this. That's Anthony Thomas one. And uh, folks, once again, I really appreciate it, guys. You guys, you guys have been really, really cool with me. Really, really cool to me. Like I said, keep the email coming and keep recommending the show to people. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And I will talk to you guys later. I'm going to say it, my goodbye refrain. I want you to say it with me because you normally do. And we're going to do it on the count of three. Are you ready? Of course you are. One, two. Three. wait a minute don't i normally count backwards or do i say one two three you normally go one two three dumbass wow almost got through a whole episode without your punk ass in it yeah well i'm here now jackass well yeah, well <laughs> the show's over f you <clears throat> one two three s anthony